0: The Future Fit Marketing Podcast is brought to you by me, Amanda Baer. We'll talk about topics that you don't normally read about in marketing literature that tell you more about the what, but not the how of marketing in the real world. I created this podcast to empower leaders and emerging leaders to become future fit in marketing and communications. Visit futurefitmarketing.com.au for access to past podcasts and resources. Share what you've learned with someone else and thanks for paying it forward. Episode 1. First first hundred days. We're going to talk about a surefire way for you to start successfully in any new job. Whilst we're specifically focused on marketing and communications professionals, the guiding principles here can apply to many professional workplaces. The first 100 days signifies the beginning of a new US president's term in office, and it marks a time for a performance evaluation. How's he performed? What has he been able to achieve so far? Now, this podcast has nothing to do with politics, but everything to do with first impressions and expectation setting, particularly if you showcase yourself as an experienced professional during an interview. All right. So you've gone through the grueling interview process. You've sold your, to your prospective employer or potential new boss on your knowledge and experience. And you've landed that new job or promotion. Congratulations! After you've had a chance to celebrate, mark your calendar for the first 100 days. Now, it's really no coincidence that probationary period typically ends after three months It's generally enough time for you or your new boss to evaluate how well you'll do in the company, your new position, and if you'd be a good fit. It's also a long enough period for you to have evaluated your role, get a basic understanding of the lay of the land across your team, key stakeholders, and really how things are done around here. It should also be enough time for you to identify a couple of key opportunities or low-hanging fruit as they say, to begin to establish your early reputation in the business. For a marketing communications professional, this should involve not only getting to know your team, understanding the current strategy, key initiatives and campaigns, what's worked, what hasn't potentially in the past, but it should involve getting to understand the nuances of the category you're in, digging into the customer experience, And of course, speaking to a few of your customers. So practically speaking, how do you build your first 100-day plan? (music) Firstly, take control of your onboarding experience and be proactive and map out an actionable game plan. Don't be a passenger here. One of the most important things is to get to know what makes your boss tick you need to give her the confidence that they've backed the right horse by choosing you for this role. So get to understand what her priorities are. What problems are challenging her that she's getting heat from, the board, other executive teams that you should quickly get up to speed on? What does success look like for this role, particularly in the short term? The critical thing here is setting realistic expectations with your boss. Whilst you need to give yourself time to learn the business, the category, understand the key challenges, the quicker you're able to articulate value, the stronger and better lasting your reputation will be established in your new position or new company. Now, I like to map out my plan in 30-day chunks and articulate a learning agenda and plan And of course, share that with your boss. Your first 30 days should be about soaking up as much about the business as possible. But this should be done in a methodical way. Ask a similar set of questions about the opportunities and challenges to each person you speak to and understand if they're common. This will form part of your feedback loop. He'll also start to get a clearer understanding on the performance of the business. While this should be a question you want to understand during the interview process, some leaders aren't always transparent about the trajectory of the business. Learning how the business is performing early is really critical to your success, as you'll need to apply very different tactics along the way. As a leader, you'll need to adopt a different mindset, sense of urgency, and potentially leadership style depending if the company is in high growth, stagnating, or in decline and requires transformation or turnaround. In every one of my past few roles, the first thing I've always wanted to understand are who are the most influential people in the business and what have they done to make them well-regarded in the organisation? What can you learn? For business where technology and digital experiences are critical to growth, getting alignment with the product, technology and data folks are critical to your success. If you be working with a sales or business development function, quite often they may rely on marketing to create their storytelling, their sales pitch, and give them new excuses to be in market talking to potential and existing clients. Listen to their needs. Get get out on the road with them and speak to a few customers. Be proactive and map out a high-level plan or just your observations and a few key opportunities to align on. It's important to establish a good rapport with a sales function early. It goes without saying, dig into the data and understand the basics of your technology stack. If you can uncover and articulate a few key insights and observations for improvement, you'll easily be cementing your value. Create an ally with the CFO, the Chief Financial Officer. Understand what her attitudes are towards marketing. And depending on the company you join, you might find a vast array of attitudes towards the value of marketing. Some CFOs are really supportive and understand the value of long-term brand building. And as long as you keep them on the journey, share with them and be open with them about your observations, of course, baked in data and insights, you'll have an ally. This will be particularly critical uh, during tough times. If you have a CFO that is a little uh, that has little knowledge of marketing and is potentially adversarial about the large costs associated with it, you'll need to put in the hard yards, be very clear about strat- your strategy, areas that you need alignment with them, and your storytelling, of course, again, baked in data to get your CFOs on side. I'm going to deep dive on this topic in another episode, so please check back in soon. Your next 30 days should be about understanding if you can immediately identify areas where you can potentially save money, build a short-term initiative to test, or identify an opportunity for revenue growth. If you uncover some serious issues, flag these early with your boss and realign your expectations with him or her. In some cases, you may need to work through a business case for more time specific resourcing to scope out a plan to solve what's, what is to be uncovered. Your final days to 100 should be about articulating your plan for the next 6 to 12 months, what resources you might need, a recommendation on team structure, high-level strategic priorities, and a guidance on the marketing budget and roadmap. To summarise, take charge of your onboarding. Don't be a passenger at any new role. First impressions are lasting ones and if you can demonstrate immediate value to your boss and the company, this will go a long way to building and cementing your long-lasting reputational capital. Now, the first 100 days can also be referred to as the first 90 days. Either is fine, just as long as you build your plan. I'll include a recommendation on my website, futurefitmarketing.com.au, for a book I always read every time I start a new role called The First 90 Days by Michael Watkins If you enjoyed what you've heard today please post a comment and include a 5 star rating Share what you've learnt with someone else and thanks for paying it forward